It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, sarcoma is a type of cancer that begins in the bones and soft tissue. An early diagnosis is key in treating it, but can often take time to diagnose. July is Sarcoma Awareness Month, and Ruth is here to talk about her own experience. Good morning, Ruth. Good morning, how are you? I'm very well, I'm very well. How are you? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. So, Ruth, when did you discover that something wasn't right? Um, so I suppose my journey began back in August of 2016. Um, I was 31. I was very fit and healthy. Um, I'd never been sick previously in my life. So um, I just I kind of started out with just a kind of a sore ankle. My right ankle was just uncomfortable um, sore when I was walking um, and it progressively got worse. I mean, I was very busy at the time I was working. I'm a physiotherapist as well. So I um, didn't really take much notice of it until it just didn't settle. Um, and it actually became quite uncomfortable to walk. So I decided to in- get investigated myself. So um, I actually scheduled, um, got an MRI um, from my GP because I was just concerned. But really, I had no other symptoms. I was eating, drinking normally, mm. sleeping. Everything was normal. Um, so I wasn't overly concerned, um, just that the pain wasn't settling. And I had no um, cause for it in, in one sense. Um, and really, I suppose what happened after that was the diagnosis um, and how long it took to get a correct diagnosis, I suppose. But really just the the, the shock when I saw the MRI and I, w- I left the MRI centre thinking, you know, I wouldn't hear any more. It would just be something soft tissue and nothing to be concerned about. And yeah. I was only in the car when I got a phone call um, from the, the, cl- the clinic to say, you need to go to hospital. And this is very serious. There's a very large mass in your leg. So it was just really shocking, I suppose. Um, and what what kind of came from that was just a whole whirlwind after that. And uh, it hasn't, uh, it's never, life has never really come back to normal since. And like but, um, you said that you were 31 to get that kind yeah. of diagnosis, such a serious diagnosis and to be told so quickly that you need to get to the hospital. I mean, it must have been yeah. such a shock. Yeah, my um, fiance, my now husband, was in the car with me. He had driven me up and we were just looking at each other in shock. Um, And it's that horrible feeling you have where you feel sick in your stomach and you know something isn't right, Mm. Uh, even though we had no idea what was coming down the road. Um, And really, I went to A&E that day straight from the MRI centre. 
Yeah. had an x-ray and then we were taken into a room and they just said we don't really know what this is yet but this is a really aggressive looking mass in your the end of your ankle um we don't know what it is exactly but it isn't good basically um and just that you won't be going home this evening you're going to be staying in and what happened you know from that point then there's biopsies hmm. um investigations uh but for me, the diagnosis was a very protracted one. They didn't have a diagnosis initially. They thought it was a benign tumour to begin with. Yeah. Um, so our hopes were up. We thought that this was something that I would need to be removed and that life would go back to normal. And I really clung on to that for a long time. Yeah. Um, they reconstructed, they took out the what they thought was a benign mass in, in the October. Um, but seven or eight weeks later, um, my leg broke down the wound uh, I was seen in Dublin for for this because it is a they you know they knew it was a tumor of some description mm. um, and I was actually referred to Dublin to Kappa um, and then when they when it reoccurred and the wound broke down they sent um, biopsies again and more investigations to the UK to try and get an answer as to what this tumor was um, but they still felt it was benign I wasn't getting a, a more sinister diagnosis at that point but unfortunately so much of the lower part of my leg had to be removed with the tumor that uh, by the December um, they couldn't remove any more it, it was a case of having to amputate the leg below the knee um, oh, there was nothing left to reconstruct. Yeah. yeah. So in the December of that year, um, I actually had, it was a week before Christmas, I had the baloney amputation done in Kappa. Um, still not having a, um, a cancerous diagnosis at this point. Uh, but we knew, I suppose, in our hearts that there was something yeah. really sinister here. Yeah. Um, but a few weeks later, it was actually uh, officially diagnosed then as a telangiectatic osteosarcoma, which is a rare, a rare subtype. Yeah. And did you have to start chemo then? Uh, yeah. So again, a kind of a second whirlwind happens the minute your diagnosis goes from being benign to malignant. Um, it's it's just like you flick a switch and everything changes. So it was a case of. The leg was amputated. I was trying um, to get going walking in a prosthesis in early January um, and they had to rescan my whole body for um, if to see if the cancer had spread anywhere. Mm. Because at this point we were five months from when I initially presented with a swelling in my ankle. Um, so we were very far down the line. Um, and this is one of the the biggest things with any cancer is early diagnosis so that you aren't sitting around having a cancer metastasized to other parts of the body. Um, so unfortunately, in my case, uh, when I was scanned, it had actually metastasized to my lungs already. So uh, it was a case of chemotherapy as fast as they could. The leg was already amputated, but they really needed to hit hard with as much chemo as they could possibly give me. So I had MAP chemotherapy, which is very intensive, where you have to stay in hospital for all of it. Um, and I suppose that was the hardest part of this of the whole journey was when they tell you that it's metastasized because mm -hmm. um, I'd worked in acute hospitals myself for six years. And I, I mean, I know what that means. Yeah. I think anyone in the general public knows that that's not good. Yeah. Um, and just given a poor prognosis, really, at that point. So kind of told that, look, my chances of surviving five years would be about 30 percent. So we knew we were up against it, I think, you know, um, and that was the hardest part because it was a case of. You've just lost your leg and now you mightn't actually make it either. Um, but I started the chemo and we, we said we'd, we'd do everything. I said I'd take all the chemo we could get and give it our best shot, really. And uh, I had nine months of 
treatment um, in CUH and I also had a lung resection. Yeah. So I opted to have um, a tumor removed from my lung, which was isn't the case for everyone. It's it's risky surgery and it doesn't always have you know the best outcomes either. But I just felt and the cons or my medical oncologist felt that it would be I'd be a candidate for it. So we did that as well. Um, and I, that kind of total brought me up to kind of the end of 2017. So, yeah, it was a, a long time, long, lots of hospital stays. Yeah. And you managed to defy the odds. You've, um, (laughs) (laughs) you lived, uh, you're, you're, you know, the five years have passed now and. um, Uh, Yeah, nearly there. Uh, October of this year, I'll hit the five year um, mark. So I will have most definitely defied the odds if if I make it. And how are (laughs) you So I'm hoping to make it, yeah. Good, yeah, lots of regular scanning. Um, Touch wood, I have not had a reoccurrence in my lungs or, um, you know, at least in one sense, and despite it, it's a horrendous thing is to, to lose a part of your limb. Mm. But the fact that it was in a limb that could be essentially it's 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 you know, it's it's um they could take it off, you know, it's it's gruesome enough to even say that. But yeah. in some ways, because they could cut it out and cut it off, it's gone, you know. When it when a tumor and certain sarcomas are of the soft tissue as well, a bone sarcomas are only one part of sarcoma. Mm. They actually affect more soft tissues than bone. Um about hundred and seventy five people in Ireland are actually diagnosed with soft tissue sarcomas every year. So they're more common than and bone um, and unfortunately if it's in an organ you know it's not possible to cut that out in the sense that you know you can't get rid of it as cleanly as you can if it's in a limb like a distal yeah. limb hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style like my lower leg so it's it's horrendous to lose a limb but it was gone and at least then we were the chemo could just target what was in the body so I feel that that might have been a saving grace for me in one sense and um, definitely the amputation saved my life um, for sure yeah well, I'm delighted that it did and I'm really glad that you were able to come on the show today and raise awareness of sarcoma and I suppose, you know, getting a diagnosis, <clears throat> getting an early treatment as well is key. Ruth, thank yep. you so much and we might get, get in touch with you again and let us know how you're getting on and stay, you know, stay healthy if you can. <laughs> I will do. That's okay, great. Thank, thank you, you Ruth. Um, that was Ruth and her story of sarcoma for Sarcoma Awareness Week. Courts 96 FM.